Welcome to episode 265 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my Lebanon garden. Today is the 25th of March 2020 and coming up a little bit later on I'm going to talk about how to start a vegetable garden. Now this episode is perhaps aimed more at beginners but if you are experienced then please add your thoughts and experiences in the comments or email so that beginners can also learn from our experience. Now firstly what have I been up to today? Well it's been a bit of a a weird day actually. I woke up with a headache which really made me struggle to get motivation. Once I finally got out in the garden it, it was late morning and I was still a bit iffy I didn't really know where to start in the end I ended up just walking around and having a bit of a tidy up now I'm quite a messy person so tidying up is always something that I can do and actually I always find that when I don't know where to start a tidy up seems to do me the world of good and that was certainly the case today so I had a bit of a tidy up and then I decided it was time to move the chicken run now this is the new omelette chicken run that I got on Saturday and basically moving it onto a fresh bit of grass. And the reason for that is the area that the run has been on for the last couple of days, the grass is starting to get, well, it's quite short from where they've been chewing on it, but it's also been scratched at by the chickens. And that's kind of exposing the earth. Now, that's not a huge problem because it's probably doing the ground a bit of good and the grass a bit of good. But what this tells me is I probably need to move the run every two days. And that's pretty easy to do. Now I followed that up by mowing the lawn. And all of the clippings from this have obviously gone into the compost bin. Which is going to provide me with some much needed compost. Then after this I sowed some peas. Now I love peas and fresh homegrown peas have to be the best way to get some really good flavour in your peas. Now usually I would sow my peas into root trainers but today I'm trying something a bit different. So my first batch of peas which were a variety called Meteor and these were sown in a length of gutter that I had lying around and I filled that gutter up with multi-purpose compost, scattered the seeds on tops and then covered over with a bit more compost. Then after that I filled four other trays up with compost and sowed four different varieties of peas. Uh, The varieties include Early Onward, Calibra, um, I can't remember the other two off the top of my head, but they're a good variation of Petit Pois and Sugar Snap peas. And also a variety I'm growing for pea shoots, which are just small seedling peas, which I'm kind of interested to see how we get on. After that, I gave them all a good watering and placed all the trays in my shed. The gutter I have actually left outside where hopefully it will germinate and grow. The packets on all these seeds say they can be planted outside at this time so they should do okay but I have had to protect the gutter a bit because the vermin and birds are possibly going to eat those pea seeds. After that I had to come indoors because I had a couple of interviews lined up that needed recording which will be coming out pretty soon and uh, going to be it makes some for some very interesting listening. So that's what I've been up to today, but what have you been up to? Let me know in the comments or you can email me richard at vegpodcast.co.uk. So moving on, let's talk about starting a veg patch. Now this is something I want to talk about today and try and give a few suggestions to those that want to start a vegetable patch. Now given the current predicament, I have had to adjust my usual advice. That will become obvious as I come through. 
So the first thing we need to work out is where is your veg patch going to be? Now it needs sunlight for at least half the day. Some crops will do okay in the shade, but it needs sunlight for at least half the day. The more sunlight, the better it will be for certain sun-loving crops, such as tomatoes or cucumbers. Spinach will probably do okay in the shade, but that's, um, that's what you've got to work out for yourself. Now, if you don't have much space in the sunlight, it might be worth growing in pots, or again, grow bags are another option as well. Other considerations to take into account with your veg patch is it needs to be close to amenities such as water or your compost bin if you've got one. And this is obvious, so it, it just makes time a bit easier and easier to run your vegetable patch. You also want to make sure that it's not going to be in your way, so you're not walking over your crops when you go into your car or your shed or you have to get the lawnmower out of the shed and your vegetable patch is in the way. Just take things like that into consideration. Now, I did say if space is unavailable, you may have to grow in pots or grow bags. Another option, if you have a patio, is you might need to lift up some paving slabs. And of course, if you don't have an, any outdoor space, you can grow on a balcony or window boxes might be another option as well. Even indoor gardening is a possibility. Other spots just to maximise your growing space could be a shed roof, but you will need to strengthen a shed roof. So that isn't a possibility, but you may need to think about that. Now, after that, we're going to need to think about tools and materials. Now, I'm really hoping that you have these already. If not, it may be possible to borrow off neighbours, but you will need to wash them thoroughly before and after you start using them. Failing that, you can order products online from places like Amazon, well, one that I'm currently using is Garden Superstore. It's a local one to me, so I quite like them for that reason. And I want to support our local businesses. I do think some garden centres are starting to think about a click and collect or a, a delivery service. So look into that as well. But certainly Garden Superstore is one that I'm using and I really, really like. Other options can be a supermarket. They may sell these items. But don't make a trip just to buy these. Only go to the supermarket if you're going to the supermarket anyway. Uh, and that's purely because of this time that we are finding ourselves in. If, if this was in normal times, I would not hesitate to say go to a garden centre, a car boot, anywhere like that and just use that to your advantage. At this time, it's not so easy. So what tools are you going to need? Well, at the very minimum, I would say a spade, a fork, a hoe, a trowel, a watering can and gloves. Really, that is what you need. Perhaps a little pocket knife as well and some second tears, but not necessarily. For materials, a bit of twine to tie plants on, maybe some bamboo canes, maybe some fertilizer and feeds and obviously compost. That's going to be the big problem is getting compost you may also need some pots as well again garden super center and amazon do sell those so they're worth looking at like i said previously you may have some of these tools and equipment in your shed already so use those first alternatives for bamboo canes could be just some long poles that you might have lying around or bits of tree that you may have trimmed down already anything that's sort of long straight you can stick in the ground and tie plants too Feeds and fertilisers, well, 
You can make your own feeds using something like comfrey leaves. If you have some comfrey, you can soak those in some water and then that water will become a feed. Nettles also work for this in the same way. Or if you have a wormery, which I highly recommend, that gives off a liquid that you can also use. Now compost. This is the difficult one because even I'm struggling with this. I do have a compost bin and I'm hoping that will produce some compost in time. But multi-purpose compost is I'm going to need. I don't know how I'm going to get it yet or what I'm going to do, but I'm sure we can come up with something. And I can't think of any alternatives for that. But again, I'm going to reiterate this again. If you can get them delivered to your house, I highly, highly recommend that at this time. So now we're going to start making a veg patch. Now, in the simplest form, what we're going to do is just dig up your lawn to expose the earth below or dig up your paving slabs your patio and expose that earth below you may already have beds that you're using for this that have already got the earth exposed brilliant then that earth what we're going to do is we're going to stick a fork in the ground and dig up that soil and try and break it up and try and get a nice tilth in that soil to grow plants in this is also going to let air into the soil which is really important for growing now my usual advice for this would actually be the no dig version and I love no dig because of its simplicity so for no dig what I would say is lay some cardboard down over your um, lawn you may want to make a bed out of wood or something but on top of that cardboard we're then going to pour some compost and there you go you've got a bed ready to go now if you've not got a lawn or anything like that we're going to take those pots that I said previously and fill those with compost or your window boxes or your um, whatever you've got to grow in and that's ready to go your grow bags they're simple you just cut a hole in the top and plant into that now I do think it's important if you are growing into your soil you need to find out what soil you've got if it's clay or sandy reason I say that if we've got a clay soil it's very hard to get roots to grow through Whereas a sandy soil doesn't hold on to water quite well. So you've got to really think about this. To test if you've got clay or sandy soil, what you want to do is get a bit of soil, dampen it down and squeeze it together. Now if it falls apart, it's sandy. You can tell by it's just crumbly and, and falls apart quite well. If it sticks together, it's clay. And now this is quite important when it comes to planting, as I say. But on a whole, we have now got a vegetable patch ready to go. We could do with adding some compost, manure or fertilisers if we have it. And that's going to boost plants as they grow. But again, I don't want anybody to go out the way. You can just grow into this soil for the time being. It is time that we can start sowing most of our seeds, but don't plant out. We have got some nice weather at the moment, but don't let that trick you because it can all change. We're not going to plant most of our plants out until probably about May time. Because what can happen is the cold will come along and it will kill off our plants. So we're back to where we started. So just hold off on the planting at the moment. Now, the one thing that I also want to really push is for composting. Now, I have several Dalek style compost bins that I've collected over the years and they work great. If you haven't got a compost bin yet, you can simply pile all your waste, your garden waste, in a pile and just let that rot down in its pile. That's a very simple, easy way to get a composting going. 
Another alternative is to get three pallets if you can and screw those to make a U shape and then just put all your waste material, your garden waste into that and let that rot down and make some compost. Very, very simple, very, very effective. Failing that, or if you, if you have got the time to build a proper compost bin, then do that and that can come up in the future. Or again, order from Amazon or Garden Superstore. They do sell these things online and can be delivered to your house. Of course, delivery charges apply, but it's just a, a way to get going. So there we have it. We have a very simple vegetable patch ready to go, waiting to be filled up with your plants and your veg later on in the year. I hope that's of some use to you. And as I said, if anybody out there has got any ideas on how they want to start a veg patch or how they started a veg patch, then let me know. You can email me, richard at uk, or you can leave a comment at the website at uk, or you can join me on social. Just search for The Veg Grower Podcast. We have forums, Facebook groups, pages, you name it. I think we've got it. Daily videos are going up. This is another one of our daily podcasts. Now, as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. Please take care, and I'll see you again next time.